You come at the K, you best not miss. You're not locked in this zone, zone 32. 32. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Zone 32 podcast. We got a full crew and a guest tonight. My name is Jake. His name is Drew. His name is Will. His name is Grant. Introducing the 300th follower of the Zone 32 Twitter account. His name is Sway. They were find people. me at a uh, YG Me. Shut the fuck up. Let's get into this. <laughs> I got a show to do. <laughs> My man. Oh, I love you. God. Follow Let's me on do Twitter. Do, do your intro, Welcome my guy. Dude, do it. It's your intro now. You have the floor. I won't interrupt you. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. I don't tweet a lot, but I do respond to tweets and I do retweet a lot. Uh, YG Meech six seven nine. Uh, it's a it's a frog smoking weed with a with a purple hat on. So you'll see the profile. Yeah, he's, he's famously known famously known as Frog Boy to uh, you know friend of the podcast Mo. That's uh, that's you know what Mo hey, usually shout calls out to Mo. Shout out to Mo. We'll, we'll tag you. We'll tag you. In the, shout out to Mo. Yeah, we'll tag you in the promo tweet. I think Sway was one of the uh, first people on Ravens Twitter that I met. Um, it was Mo, and then Mo added me to a group chat, and it was um, engraven, and we couldn't swear in there, and then we made another one that we could actually swear in. So that was uh, like way back in 2017 or 2018. England lets you guys Drew. swear in a in a group chat? Yeah, we'd get kicked Drew. all the time. Up, so man? when you were uh, like White Iverson or whatever your at was, yeah, I remember the first argument I had with you was about Future's album or something. That's yep. that's my first interaction I remember with you. <laughs> oh yeah, that was back in my uh, wild, you know, Twitter Twitter nonsense days. Um, yeah, we used to <laughs> fight people in that group chat all the time. But yeah, fucking Engraven had a keep it clean chat, and then Haas would go in and fucking change the Avi in the name of our one that we could swear in. And so I'd always go into the wrong one and swear all the time. It was yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah. fun, fun times, fun times in 2018. We got a kid. Um, so I could get like ghosted. Somebody offered him uh, free Ravens tickets to a playoff game, and then no showed. Yeah, Brendan, and then he he ended up being a racist too. So that was a uh, good time. So we've seen a lot of wild shit in those chats. Yeah, that's a good turn of events. Yeah, yeah Will Will's, Will Will's in it now, so Will Will gets to see. Oh, the, is uh, that the, is that that chat? That's the new. Well, yeah. So that's that's it's uh, yeah. Um, we had uh, school shooter Gavin was our. Uh, moderator for a while and then um Devin was the moderator and he can't be trusted with that kind of authority so now apparently it's me so it's fucking hell of a name school shooter Gavin do you guys know about uh Hollywood breaking the chat oh yeah he broke one of our chats because he blocked me and Mo so he was in the chat with us and then um it was after uh it was after he broke he you know scored or got the thousand yards uh receiving in a season and I called him like a bitch or something like that he blocked me on twitter then mo went nuts on him he blocked mo and then we couldn't get added back to the chat because we couldn't figure out a kick hollywood how did he end up in there uh the one that we're in now i think okay pretty much anybody with open dms we had um lamar responded one time i think he said hi and then everybody freaked out and then he just Mm -hmm. like left and never spoke to us again (laughs) respect he probably gets out sway's a chibs guy too so uh no. Loves loves trolling chips. <laughs> I, I was a chips go. guy until that uh wide receiver he swore we were going to trade for last year didn't happen. Oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah his uh, his sources <laughs> let let sway down, let me down too. <laughs> right there, was yeah. multi- there was, mul- there was multiple wide receivers. Me too. Yeah, right. Will 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 and I fell for that one in particular, but yeah, there were there were a couple that I would have enjoyed being in. Now now hold like- on, just like to address that though, if you think about it, like EDC said he was talking to Odell last year around that same time, so. Um, 
it wouldn't surprise me if that was true. It just never materialized all the way. So, you well, know, I think I, it's I, I don't doubt the source. I, the problem is, is like, I feel like it's like the same thing as the Hopkins deal where, you know, we had a deal in place for Hopkins. It doesn't happen because we get flowers instead. I feel like it was one of those situations where, I don't know, maybe EC thought we had somebody and then just ended up not materializing. Like you said, somebody asked for too much at the last second, well, which is the annoying the, part the, of the, the, the player. The, the are we allowed game. to say who the player was? There was two that he told me. Well, the one uh, so in the one specific DK. one was DK Metcalf. Yeah. 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 And that would have been legit. And then they ended up signing him to an extension like two weeks after Chibs right. told us that. Yeah. And then uh, Michael Thomas was the other one, which I was a fan of. You probably weren't as much of a fan of that. Wait, which Michael Thomas are you talking about? The, the real Michael one. Thomas. The real yeah. Michael yeah. Thomas. Okay. No. The, the, yeah. The the real <laughs> one, not the. Uh, we have the fake one still, right? <laughs> yeah. That's Mike Thomas. There's also a Michael <laughs> Thomas who's a. He's a there's a Michael Thomas who's like a safety too. So there's just too many people named Michael. Yeah, he Thomas used to play for the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's yeah. So they all gotta they gotta like meet up and fight, and who's gonna actually be Michael Thomas, and who's gonna. And have it, to it is very it's very uh, the ambiguity of of it, especially with the two receiver Michael Thomases or Mike Thomas, because the one the good one is Michael Thomas, but his bat is can't guard Mike. So yep. that's where the confusion starts, you know. Fucking Ohio State. People. Very big difference. Yeah, I mean, well, actually, I think the uh, the fake Michael Michael Thomas that we have has more receiving yards in the last two years, but it, yeah, in, in this decade. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. The, the real Michael yeah. Thomas has has decided he doesn't like football since uh, the the calendar turned over to twenty twenty. I mean, to be honest, would you want to play with James Winston? Probably not. He's he's afraid of COVID. Still wears a mask in his car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By himself with rubber gloves and shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he when he takes a dog for his dog for a walk, he he wears a mask. Can't risk it. Can't risk it. Not by not by yourself in a sterile environment with the fucking rubber gloves and, and nobody around you but you. But no, he's just taking will, medical advice from Tom. Tom Tom wears a mask uh to sleep at night next to his wife. He told me Tom's a big uh, mask he, guy. He uh, said he, he double masks most of the time. Uh, he probably does that for auto erotic asphyxiation. He's probably jacking off while he's trying to choke himself. Oh, all right, here we go. Jesus, uh, let's get into it. That's fucking right. <laughs> off the rails already. Let's get into the show. So OTA is underway. Not football school. Voluntary organized team activities. And Lamar Jackson is present for it. He wasn't there on the first day. But I frankly, I don't really give a fuck. He's there today, and he's learning the pr- the playbook and practicing and everything. I mean, he didn't practice today, but he's going to practice tomorrow. So he's there. He's there and he's participating. He's learning the the new offense. So Drew, can you do me a favor? Can you tell the people, shut the fuck up for me? The people are visionless, Dave. Um, yes. Because they, they all they all share some uh, pretty And Michael Florio. Yeah, Michael well, Florio. I mean, so yeah, I, I guess it's unfair to pin this on VD because it was Mike Florio who had to take first. That missing the first day of OTAs was like the worst thing to ever happen. And, you know, we're not going to win the Super Bowl because Lamar didn't go to the first day of OTAs. I honestly didn't care if he showed up at all. Um, I don't know if that's because I, you know, like there is value to OTAs, obviously, especially with a new scheme. But I also enjoyed watching the, you know, mostly 45-year-old white men complain about this guy just signed a $265 million contract and why isn't he at, you know, a voluntary team activity. Like uh, um, like the uh, the – the Nazi woodworker. Yeah, him or um, apparently I'm a local podcaster now. I don't know if you knew that. My accent doesn't give it away. Yeah, that's that's what um, that's what our white hooded pal from a three letter blog said. Called me a local podcaster. Said I took some of his uh, words out of context. So, oh. um, 
Yeah, that, that, yeah, Grant shared that one with me because obviously I'm blocked. But um, that was a, oh, that was yeah. a tweet. I just assumed. Yeah, that was, was a, a tweet. Yeah, he, he said he said he he said he said something about Lamar not going to OTAs, and a local podcaster took it out of context and slandered his character. So it was 100 percent about me. But um, you know, it's not not my not my first go well, around with uh, the showman. And, yeah, and I don't know. If I, I don't know if my purple pantalytics is gonna be getting featured on that blog anymore now but we'll i mean to, to be honest it got featured on that blog after i called him a clan member like that's multiple true. times I, that's true I used, to, I used to link him and Lindsay together all the time so uh, well, i think he does a great i think he, he's one of the few people on the internet that i've had issues with that does a great job of separating us so well uh, yeah i mean know, he and i interact directly so yeah hey tony yeah. drew and i are still not the same person so yeah <laughs> I, I think he's I think he's probably no, aware of that. But, but you are – see, the funny thing is is that you would be the local podcaster. We're talking about yeah, Baltimore. I'm, I'm the local podcaster. I don't even know that Grant qualifies. He's so far out there in fucking the sticks. Yeah, and Sway and, uh, Sway and Jake are out in California. So, I mean, it's really – really No shit. <laughs> no, so, California. I mean, my thing here is like with the OTA stuff, like I get, I get what Dave's saying in a sense of like you just signed a big deal. Like the aesthetics of it is – first day show up show like you know be an example type thing but personally i don't give a shit like he's got a new oc so i get that side of it you know you've got the rookies there but i mean odell's not there i didn't see mark andrews like so i mean you know they're just going over kind of just basic fundamental things and from the quarterback aspect it's just kind of getting their arms loose in a sense and you know you don't really see the quarterbacks do a whole lot but i mean yeah i mean lamar can go throw to those guys anywhere else well he's there day two and he, he and he was with aguilar what last week yeah, in Florida. Yeah. So I mean, like he's he's working out. He's you know he's getting with receivers in a sense. So I mean, like there's nothing to really get on him about. So I mean, well, I, and, yeah, and think about this: the first couple of days of OTAs is probably a lot of like processing, administrative shit. Right? It's like, yeah, I mean, it's like everybody's getting back in the building. Some guys probably don't don't even have their locker set up yet. You know, it's like it's probably equipment stuff. It's checking in with the training staff. So it's like. There's no reason for Lamar. Lamar was just in the building last week, or week and a half ago, signing his contract. So, you know, a lot of that shit and like guys who already have lockers. I don't know. It's like the, the beginning of OTAs is not the the end all and be all. They're not going to be doing a whole, you know, a, a big, uh, like you said, they're not going to be doing a lot of heavy lifting with the install on the on the offensive scheme. So um, I don't know. I mean, he, he got there day two today. He was, you know, he did media and he's speaking very highly of Munkin in the offense, and it sounds like it's going to be. I wish he just came out and said "fuck Greg Roman." That would have made his press conference Lamar's, so much better. Well, Lamar is above that shit. He does. He does yeah, not no, do but that. Like, no, I guess I mean, so, that's I basically what he say. said. That's yeah, basically yeah, what he yeah. Did. Yeah, it was a way and, and smarter I mean, and more articulate way, but. And I love that. I love that the first day he's there, that they're that you know they're setting the the standard of. Hey man, this is your offense. Like they're giving him that, you know, I tweeted about it, but they're giving him that pre-snap control now, which he should have had. And but we have we had the Waffle House bandit that wouldn't allow that to happen. But he, you know, but he I mean he he had full capability to do that. And his dynamics as a quarterback, you want him to have pre-snap reads. You want him to be able to 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 audible out of something or you know, whatever it may be. I mean, I, I don't I'm not saying we don't know that he didn't have that control, but it didn't look like it. So I mean, the the visuals of it are are they are what they are. But the second, you know, the first day he's there, second day OTAs, they're like, hey, this is your car. Here's the keys. Well, and again, that just shows how stupid Greg Roman was. And how everything Todd Munkin has said makes you realize that he's a significantly better offensive coordinator because he's been able to identify that Lamar Jackson is 
good at football and he should have control over the offense. Like you, you have this amazing generational talent under center. Let, let the man do what he wants to do under center. Obviously within reason, if he, you know, starts audibling and, you know, makes stupid calls the line of scrimmage, maybe you dial it back, but like, you got to give him that freedom before you can, uh, you know, figure out if he's capable of having it. So I, feel like, I don't know. Uh, go ahead. Oh, my bad, Drew. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was going to say like Lamar being able to come to the line and actually have time to read the field and change the play because there's not two seconds left on the play clock. Like it, it was every play with Greg Roman. That's what I got from that too, is that, okay. I actually had time to come up here, read the t- read the defense, and see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and I, mean, I, I kind of like that, that he point, ran that. I was going to say to that point, you know, I don't think a lot of my anxiety watching Ravens games is from the close games. I think my anxiety is from hoping they get the fucking snap off. My anxiety is from Greg Roman is up in the booth and something's going to go horribly wrong, and do we have enough points on the board to survive it? So, yeah, I, I'm excited to see a new offense because I feel like Todd Munkin is the polar opposite of anybody that we've had under Harbaugh. And, you know, again, we finally have like a legitimate quarterback. So why not use him to the best of his abilities? Every time Lamar's ever had any sort of, uh, and I, you know, we saw it a couple times where they let him, you know, change plays at the line of scrimmage last year, but um, in 2019, especially in 2020 as well, when they would go up tempo and, um, you know, no huddle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that was when he was at his best. So just the fact yeah. that 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 option is there and Munkin's just, you know, he's again, like we, we knew this about Munkin since they hired him is he's not, he, he's not like uh, married to any one particular aspect of the offense. It's like, it's player dependent, it's situation dependent. So he's much more of a, a coordinator, an offensive coordinator play caller than Roman ever will be or was. So that's the, the major thing. Yeah, I mean- there's a reason Greg Roman is still unemployed. So it's really all all we have to say about that. And he can claim that he's taken a gap year and that it's a personal choice, but nobody wants to hire that fucking guy. You know, not even uh, Grant's uh, offensive coordinator, you know, position for his Pee Wee football team would hire Greg Roman at this point. And I also think that... He's a run game coordinator. Yeah, well, I mean, that's all like 10-year-olds can do anyways, run the ball. They, they can't throw. Tyler didn't Huntley Greg Roman, uh, didn't he have an interview with somebody? Like Washington? Uh, Stanford. The commies. Oh, those, okay. are the, those are the he, commies. Yeah, so offensive coordinator. He was go- he interviewed with them. Did he interview with them? I thought it was like he was going to, and then they just yeah. The enemy got fast track. Yeah, I think I think, out of it. Yeah, oh, I think, I think they that. mixed it. Yeah, you're right. Well, and the commanders aren't going to be the commanders anymore. If I yeah. read the internet correctly today, so they yeah. didn't file a trademark on their teammate. No, they did, but they they filed number one. They picked the name and they filed the trademark, knowing that someone else already had the trademark. So, I mean. Just I mean, a, that makes, a, just that a, makes a predictable. Perfect yeah, perfect. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's yeah. it, it. And it's like Dan Snyder's like, you know, parting gift to them. Well, and then you got this Saudi oil, you know, dipshit trying to buy the team with this magical like $12 billion bid that nobody heard of before. So you know, that that whole situation is like fun to watch from the outside. But what a fucking train wreck of an organization. Horrible. Horrible. It is. Uh, they should have. They definitely should have just stuck with um, the. um boom. Football the team. Football team, yeah. Or they could have, you know, stuck with their original name and kind of been like, uh, I, I don't know, like there to piss people off. But either either way, like anything would be better than the commanders. Or you the fact that you picked a team name, yeah, you pick a team name that already has a trademark file on it. It's just fucking, yeah, that, that's what the Washington football team does. Well, and like you I call it ass backwards. The biggest problem now is if they have to get a new name again, 
they just did this whole uniform overhauls. So what are they going to have to do? Brand new uniforms again, too? That's well, I mean, they spare no expense for uniforms and, you know, statues of players and things like that. So I'm sure that they won't mind. <laughs> statues, <laughs> clothes hangers, whatever. Statues of fucking that might, exoskeletons. That still, that still might be the worst statue I've ever seen in my entire life. Horrible. Yeah. And poor Sean Taylor. He didn't get, you well, know, shot in a machete fight for that. Well, let's talk about the nerds that are, like, buying all these trademarks so that a team can't have it. Like, that's just kind it's of... A great, it's a great, great so business strategy. Yeah, it's yeah, the same shit. Get the fucking payout. I you tried get, to get, get on. Uh, what is uh, a lottery ticket? What's Trump's social media thing called? Truth, I think. Yeah, Truth right? Social. That's I think so, some so shit like that. I tried. I tried to get in the open beta for that to try. I was gonna go and like make like forty usernames of just like all famous people to try to uh, get them to buy them off me, and then I got blocked because I wasn't. I mean, this is it's not it. anything new. It's like buying, um, you know, domain land. names. It's like buying domain names, buying land where, like, yeah. you know, in like. Outside of suburban areas, knowing it's going to continue to to develop out that direction, and then you know eventually you cash in on that, buy farmland or fucking forest land or some shit. Um, yeah, I mean that's why Zim has idea. ten acres. I wouldn't. Land. I mean, I wouldn't compare buying land to buying a copyright. Name. Well, why right, do you think exactly. they do it? In, in they most cases, you, or, you know, well, it. in most cases, they you do it because the the team it's worth a whole lot to them, and it costs you an application fee. And then if they want it, then they got to pay you for, you know, the market value. So it's smart investment, but, and I like it even more when it's, uh, especially the commanders and somebody does it just to fuck with Dan Snyder because they hate him so much. Yeah. I mean, that's the best part of it is it's really just fuck Dan Snyder and anything that inconveniences that guy. Yeah. Well, and it's like they probably, someone probably bought or not bought, but copyrighted the names that they didn't like so that the team wouldn't be able to use them. Well, look at the flip side of it though, because I get annoyed because I want to wear the re- I want to wear the throwbacks, but we can't wear the throwback Ravens jersey because that whole logo discrepancy. No, see that we can. Just... we can though. We just can't wear the helmets. Yeah, but th- that's our fault, really. Yeah, that's our that's the I legal mean, team's thanks. fault when they did that well, whole promotion it's... to get the person. They're like whoever drew up the 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 you know the white papers for, for that contest or whatever, like the design, the logo shit just did a poor job of it, allowing the person to re- retain the rights to the intellectual property. Well, and they just straight up didn't like denied that the guy, you know, submitted yeah. the logo. And yeah. I mean, it was very clear, like clearly stolen from him. It was a little bit better than his, obviously his was drawn on like a napkin or whatever the fuck it was. But you know, I mean, that was, that was very clearly a ripoff of his design. But I think that we'll see the throwback jerseys back soon, so I'm pretty excited for that. Maybe it'll just be an opportunity for them to uh, do some variation on the helmet. Like, yeah. one thing, well, do a do a purple helmet for Christ's sake. Yeah, I'm shocked that they have not done like a you know matte purple shell. Yeah, you know, something like that. Especially now that we're allowed to have multiple shells, that you don't have to have the um, you know just the same old boring helmet. I'm still shocked that we haven't gone to a matte black helmet as just like the standard helmet. Yeah, that too. Um, we should give a shout out to uh, Mark, another one of our chat members that uh, Sway and I know he's a big fan of bitching about how we haven't updated our uniform templates and we're the only NFL team that hasn't updated it. So I don't know how also he those has too. that information that he just knows that, but somehow he knows it. <laughs> he tried to argue with us once that players would not want to be drafted to Baltimore because we haven't updated <laughs> the template and that their college teams had better jersey templates than the Ravens. So I was like, I'm fairly positive you paid me $10 million to play football. I don't give a fuck what you make me wear. But. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, and, and people are still going to buy their jerseys. Yeah. And of all the teams, so you talk about like teams that haven't changed the look in a while. The Ravens don't have like, I wouldn't say that our uniforms are like um, 
out. There's not much to change. They're just they, yeah. right. They just haven't they haven't changed. But like they're not like uh you know like the Falcons the Falcons uniforms before they just updated them was like clearly those uniforms came out around the year 2000. It was just very yeah. obvious. Like the styling of it was 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 outdated, and the Ravens isn't like that. It's just like a unique font, and you know it's pretty straightforward. So. I am waiting for us to do the uh, black jersey with the purple numbers, like our quarterback practice jersey. I think that would be really the only, like, I don't know, update well, alternate. Besides, I've like, already been over stuff. this many, many times. It's a, it's not you can't. There's not clear contrast because they're both dark colors. So there has to be a, a lighter color mm. to differentiate. Yeah, I like a white or gold color today. Yeah, well, they would have to do something to change that. Um, Imagine maybe. those with purple pants. Those would be like your favorite uniforms of all time. Oh yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. But, but people people say this every year because you see that, and it's the yeah, it's the quarterback uh, practice you know, jersey. Practice yeah. jersey, and, but and they've been I'm saying one of those since, people. They've been saying it since the first time we saw it on Joe Flacco many many years ago. But it, it's the rule has never changed about the numbering on jerseys. I mean, they changed the kickoff rules so that you can fair catch a you know kickoff at the ten yard line, still so get out of twenty five. So I think you can update the jersey rules. And a lot, there's been a lot of of uniform rule changes. So I think that one we we could see a change there. I mean, I don't know. Am I the only one Was that it? hates that kickoff rule? It's I think stupid. it's dumb. Yes, yeah, so dumb. I think it's really dumb. Oh, it's so, so stupid. stupid. Like, like it takes no, away an advantage. There is you know no strategy I mean? whatsoever to kickoffs anymore. Now it's just yeah. teams are dead. Get whoever, like either the punter or the place kicker. Whoever can kick the ball further, just kick it out of the end zone every fucking time now. So I know that they – I feel like they might take the um, the XFL kickoff rules where – so you don't have people running full speed at each other anymore because I think that's why they're trying to get rid of it is that you're lowering injuries or you're lowering risk at that point uh, if you don't have guys running the full length of the field, full speed colliding. So you kind of have guys start like closer together and sort of limit some of that, you know, some of the high-speed collisions at least. You're right. That, it totally takes the, it takes yeah, special teams out of the mix. That's that uh, the XFL kickoffs were a lot about the XFL is good in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I watched a decent amount of it and I liked a lot of what I saw. I um, love the fourth and twenty instead of the onside kick. Yeah, I like the um, you know the instead of like a two point conversion, you can move the ball back farther and get more points out of it. Yeah, that's that's cool. And then the, the uh, you know the onside kick or not onside kick, but yeah, uh, yeah, the, all those rules the are. One point. are it's like basically the XFL should just be the test. Like it's like the Petri dish, you know, like the, well, it's the same thing the they do with minor league the, baseball. Yeah. They should use it as a lab for NFL. Um, but yeah, cause the, it totally neutralizes like Devin Duvernay could get cut now because we don't, you know, kick returns aren't really right. a thing anymore. Yeah. So like that totally limits his use usefulness and it was yeah. already dwindling cause he was already buried on the death chart. So the way that they have that set up in the XFL is really cool to me because it's like, it is limiting injuries because there's less, you know, there's no less momentum behind the collisions, but also I saw a lot of good returns and it yeah. probably actually makes the returns more likely to go for touchdowns. If they, if they break it because there's, because well, it makes it no more like a normal it. running play. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It makes it more yeah. like a normal running play where you're creating lanes. You can, you know, pull blockers, whatever you want to do, you can stack one side and it, it makes it more, you know, more strategic instead of just, getting rid of a whole facet of the game. Yeah. Yeah, the I would be I'd be I all could, for that. The only thing I could kind of think about with it is is that 
because of where kickers kick now, that if they want to kick it in play, most of the time they either kick it at the goal line or come up just short. As a returner, you have to make that decision. Do I want to call a fair catch or can I get 25 yards? And a lot of times when you're kicking just shy of the, the goal line, I mean, 25 yards is a pretty high probability. But if you have a good returner, you could do it. But I just don't like that it's a thought. I don't like that it's a it's even you – know, Yeah, the thought used to be of do you let the ball bounce out of the end zone or yeah. do you, you know, field the kick? And now it's just like a – I would say most teams are not going to carry a, like a kick returner anymore. You know what I mean? You're just going to have some guy who has sure hands who's going to go back there and, you know, yeah, fair catch. You're just going to use your, your fifth receiver. Or your you're going to use your, you're going to use your James Prochet caliber guy who literally can only catch not moving. And like, that's, that's what he's, that's what he's made for. He's made for fair catching punts and fair catching kicks. Off. Yeah. Well, you know, how do you practice that on the practice field? The jugs jugs machine, machine jugs yeah. machine at 5. AM from, you know, three feet away. That's your uh, run up. I haven't out. seen any, I haven't seen any cringe videos from him. This uh, OTAs. I know he's there, but um, I haven't haven't seen any mountain runs in the morning, and I haven't seen any uh, jug strolls at odd hours in the morning. I've so. only seen him in that one picture that was posted in the in the chat. Uh, yeah, and I say fucking... in the chat. Now there's like four different chats that could this could be applying to it, between this group of five people, but the the one that me Sway and Drew are in together. That's the only place I've seen any picture of uh, James Prochet wearing that number ten. Good. You know they're not putting him out in media anymore. They're not uh, hyping him up to be the next coming of God, so now they're just going to, you know, send him home. I, I, was from his home. I was talking to Engraven about how, like, last year, they kind of tried to make him, like, the face of the franchise, was, like, make it, putting, like, every tweet with James yeah. Prochet, putting him with every interview. And then, like Drew says, he's, like, a net negative. He had more, you know, penalty yards than receiving yards, so. Yeah, it's fucking wild. They, I mean – Everybody wants to like a you know late round pick who could potentially be a big contributor, but he just he wasn't like he's just not that good. It's it actually he should like be in the Hall of Fame for the fact that he's still on the fucking roster four years after getting drafted in the sixth round and he's yeah. done nothing. I mean, Finesky. nothing. Want to know? Want to know who else ever stayed there? Welcome, Chuck Clark. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, yes, he are. did. <laughs> oh, Mr. Chuck Clark. So, so the former Ravens safety was traded to the Jets for a 2024 seventh round pick at his media rounds with the New York media. And I think it was Manish Bet who asked him about it at the end of his time in Baltimore. And he started whining and bitching and complaining, saying he felt disrespected because they signed Marcus Williams and drafted Kyle Hamilton. So, in short, just like Coleccio Semele when he went to the Raiders, he's a bitch. So, what is the diminished role? That's what that's what I need to know to start this whole this whole thing off. We can get to the disrespect shit later because I'm sure that that was probably all of us on Twitter. I mean, again, just bitching about the green dot, telling him he sucked every day. Like all of them were accurate descriptions by the fan base. But he mm-hmm. said that he was, you know, felt disrespected with like the diminished role. But he played 100 percent of snaps, so don't understand what he's complaining about there. And we're and like, still wore the green dot. Yeah, and still wore the green dot. But again, like. Chuck Clark is, if you were to do like a a replacement player at any position, you were to talk about who would be like the average guy that you're bringing in, that is Chuck Clark. He's not really good in coverage. He's not horrific in coverage. He's just kind of meh. He's not, you know, he doesn't catch interceptions. He knocks down some balls here and there. You know what uh, he, okay, you know what he is? He's like, uh, he's like a discount um, Jim Leonard. Yeah, that's a that's a great comparison. He, he's a Dollar Tree gym Leonard. Yeah, of uh, he he's 
I, I, people say that he's smart. I, I don't know if he's smart, but he was um, – he, he clearly worked hard. You know what I mean? He, was he understands football. He understands yeah. the game. Not now understanding it and then being able to physically like, you know, perform your role in it are two different things. That's why there's fucking football coaches who, who he was know, willing to eat shit to start off with too. You know, he was willing to eat shit to start off with. He was willing to sit behind, you know, Tony Jefferson and willing to learn from somebody and willing to, you know, take what snaps were given to him and try to earn more on the field. So like, you know, good for him, but Again, where is the disrespect there? Like, you just he, – he's not that good. It's well, really all like, it boils down to. Like, okay, it, how is it disrespectful to draft a projected top five pick when, like, Chuck Clark, you know, he was always going to be a guy who either took a, like, super discounted rate to stay around because he, he wasn't going to have a great market or he went on to get paid by someone else. Like, that was always going to be – who Chuck Clark was in the NFL. He's Deshaun, he was Deshaun Elliott. He was Deshaun yeah. Elliott. But see, yeah. the difference between him and Deshaun Elliott. I would take Deshaun Elliott over him any day. But yeah, Same. because Deshaun Elliott, Deshaun Elliott took his money somewhere else, shut his fucking mouth, and wouldn't play there. He didn't cry about the Ravens. He didn't say I was disrespected. He didn't say all this nonsense. It's, of, it's the business well, of the NFL, and it's not well, like the ugly side of it. It's just like the reality of it is not every player who gets drafted is going to get a second contract with the team that drafts him, and it's not necessarily because of his performance. Well, he uh, did get a second contract, so he was looking well, for yeah, a third. Yeah, yeah. I, you're not – like he's not the guy who's who's on who stays in one, one franchise for his entire career. He's just no. – you know. Well, He's always going to, someone's going to get drafted to replace him at some point. And no pun intended, but the corny shit is the imaginary chip on his shoulder. Like you wait till after you leave and then you're like, oh, I felt disrespected. Like, like you said, about what? Like, what do you, what, what, like, what were you distracted? Because people didn't think you should have had the green dot. Like, you shouldn't have. Like, you were the captain of blown coverages. Like, you were responsible for, Majority of our blown coverage is the past few years, especially last year. You know, the Dolphins game stands out more than anything. Like you with the green dot as a secondary player and you're running, you know, McDonald's, you know, four, two, five. Essentially, you are the guy that you ha- you have to know the coverages. So like how well, are you? And you have rookies on the field with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you're on top of being the green dot and you're supposed to be this veteran leader on the defense. You have some injury issues, so Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey aren't there. And so you have Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe Williams and Brandon Stevens playing significant snaps. Like, you're supposed to be the the calming influence there. You're supposed to be the guy who, you know, tells them it's going to be okay and lines them up in the right spot and explains their coverages to them. And he just – he was never capable of doing that. Again, I, I said it on Twitter. I've said it for years. I'm sure we can go back and pull Old Zone 32 episodes. Like, Earl Thomas was right. Earl Thomas was correct for punching him in the fucking face. Fuck that guy. Fuck Chuck Clark. Like, there's, he's clearly just, I, I don't know what his issue is. I just, I, it made no sense to me. Those comments came out of left field. He Did asked for a trade. Yeah. Did you the see the Saints ball or hear the ball? Yeah, yeah. He we just gave stood up. there and yeah. let them get a garbage time, time touchdown. And like, my thing with Chuck Clark, right? His value was shown across the league when he got traded for a future seventh round pick. Right. So, yeah, not even the current draft. You're right. Did you guys listen no. to the to the vault this morning where they were talking about this? No, I missed uh, the episode this morning. Unfortunately, I so missed it. They've so the 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 most interesting part. I mean, everybody has the same opinion, really. Like, what this is kind of confusing. Why he even did this? But um, so they played uh, the audio from yesterday, and then they also played audio from right after you know the season ended for us this year. And he was like, what he was saying then was like, I mean complete opposite like oh yeah like you know 
I hope to stay here for for my whole career and like uh I I got to find the the clip but it's like okay I mean people and people also forget like he requested a trade right after we drafted Kyle Hamilton so he threw a hissy fit because we drafted somebody that he knew was better than him mm-hmm. and he knew was coming for his job and I'm sure the Ravens would honor his trade trade request if anybody actually wanted him last year right and so nobody wanted him and so again uh, a future seventh round pick is basically just like a we were going to release him, but you know you, you can you can get first dibs on him, you know. Instead instead of letting him hit the open market, let him have a decision. Like the Jets stepped in, and we're like, we'll we'll give the bare minimum. Did he renew Remember? last year before the season? I think it was two years ago before the season. I think it was before twenty twenty one. I could be wrong though. Because I was because I was just thinking about Deshaun Elliott. I'm like I would have kept him a million times over, but yeah, but you know, again, Marcus Williams is better than Deshaun Elliott, and Deshaun Elliott was. You know, missed half of the games. Box. He was he was a down linebacker. He was a hitter. Well, he again, but he hitter. missed. I forget because people were freaking out last year when he left and went to the um, went to the Lions and like he was a you know he was on the roster for a hundred games or whatever it was and he only played in like forty six. So I mean, he missed more games than he played. Yeah, he. Got so like, but that's not a guy you want to pay. So like, I, I again, good player when he was healthy. Like, love the attitude. You know, love the. Um, the way he carried himself, you know, again, accepted that he wasn't the star of the defense, but tried his, tried his ass off every play. But I, I don't want a guy that's hurt that much. It's our Darius Washington times, all that means. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm fine with that. You know, Gino Stone is fine. Uh, fuck Chuck Clark. Like, we, we have no need for him. He's just – he's he's not that good. Amos hasn't signed with anybody yet, has he? No. Oh, he's 60 per- there. 60% yeah. chance, like I said. That, that came from credible sources, so I will uh, – I'll keep riding that sixty percent until something actually happens. Still got a guy. We still need pass rush too. I still want to see a pass rush. You want to see Clowney? Let's, I do. You know, let's so when go. I say Pat, when I like when I have my love affection with Clowney, my thing is is his ability to set the edge and run defend more than he is a pass rusher, which will free up the younger guys in the, in the pass rush situations. But Clowney it's, just does so much that's the under the radar shit. He's like the Jarrett Johnson type guy. He would be in and he does the dirty work. Doesn't get the recognition, but he the way that he would fit in this defense theoretically with the four man front, he would be just an ideal fit. I love Leonard Floyd as an option, but he doesn't fit that mold. He would be more on the rush edge. And I'd be okay with either guy. It's rare that you and I are in lockstep over players, but again, I, I'm all for Jadavian Clowney. And I don't know if this is one of those situations where I've wanted Clowney since college, so I'm just kind of like talking myself into wanting him here now. And I mean, he's right. He's Drew, not. Drew, Drew's wanted him to be able to cheer for him ever since he uh, tore that yeah, Michigan fucking, player's head off. Yeah, yeah, oh my god! I, remember I, I was sitting with Devin Gardner, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. no. Um. It was uh, whoever. I don't remember who the running back was that he killed. It was. It was uh, Gardner was the quarterback. Or no, it was a. Uh, Denard Robinson was quarterback. Like that was one of those oh, plays right. where I remember the exact moment, like where I was, what I was doing. Like I was at a bar in Sarasota, living down there, like sitting there watching, and then just a shotgun went off. That's <laughs> the hardest was... hit that I've seen live, like in a game, like between. I mean, it was you've seen hits across the middle, you've seen receivers exposed over top or whatever, but the 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 power and the raw like athleticism. To get off the line like that and make that hit within four yards is fucking nuts. It was one of those plays, you know, when it happens to your team, like every time uh, the ball gets snapped when, you know, your team's on offense, you're like something big might happen. You're like you're kind of like anticipating a big play and then it just completely took the window. 
I was like, well, he right might have just told that, Didn't they get fucked on the uh, on the measurement? Yeah, they. Um, I, it was one of those stupid college plays where they claimed like his knee hit the ground and it really never did, and he reached across. So yeah, they were they were marked shorter than they should have been, and then Clowney just fucking killed the guy. I was just like, this is yeah that that you know when he's Clowney is a freak athlete and would be a great uh, great addition to this defense. And I take Leonard Floyd too. Uh, you know, I take either one. But you're right, Clowney kind of fits the needs more. You saw Clowney. Well, I don't. I don't know. I didn't read the story. I just saw the tweet, like the headline. Clowney apparently wants to go to Houston. Why? Don't know. But D'Amico Ryan's, uh, they say, is uh, actually, non-committal. Well, that means that he's drafted by the team might want to finish his career with the team that drafted him. Was he there Ryan when D'Amico Ryan's was there? Yeah. Was D'Amico? Yeah, they played yeah, together. I think they played. Yeah, that would make sense. Wait, no. Yeah, because yeah, he was there with Cushing. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, D'Amico Ryan's right before that left for the Eagles. Because he was a part of that fucking oh, dream yeah. team shit. Clowney was what? Two, was it 2015, right? 14. He and JJ Watt were together. And then Cushing. I forgot who the other linebacker was, but yeah. I feel like there might have been overlap there, but maybe not. I, it would make sense if, if he's got ties to Ryan so he'd want to go down there. But I think Baltimore gives him the best opportunity to win. I don't think Houston's going to win shit this year. No, so. they're not going to win. Did y'all, uh, I mean, y'all see what uh, Jadavian Clowney said? Uh, he said he can't wait to play the rape. Not Jadavian. Uh, Zadarius Smith. He said he can't wait to play the Ravens because he's looking oh, forward to getting booed after he's the yeah. one that fumbled more money, basically. It's all for weird shit. Like Cover him. Yeah. He's a and also, he, think, he, he thinks that he's the one that's going to get booed. Like, it'll be Watson that gets killed that game. But nobody even cares about Darius Smith anymore. I, I, like, I forget he exists from time to time. I forgot he was on the Browns until you just brought him up. And I was like, oh, yeah, they traded, like, nothing for him. So. Yeah, because uh-huh. I guess he had his presser, was it today or the day before some shit, and he started talking about the the deal or no deal, where someone said he signed, he's like, I never signed, you track that, give me twice as much. But see, the thing is, he didn't, he, he, he didn't get twice as much, he basically signed a lesser contract with the Vikings, and then they got out of it, so... Yep, that's right. correct. Now, now, now you gotta go live in Cleveland for, you know, eight months a year, like, congratulations, pal, you really, uh, Really played that one well. You had to go live in Minnesota for eight months a year, and now you got to go live in Cleveland for eight months a year. Like, good for you, bud. Hey, Grant. Remember before we started recording, I told you that Orioles were losing five one. Yeah, seven five Orioles now. Back in business. Yep. Hopefully they don't pull a last night. They probably will. <laughs> Here's the key. Orioles run. in the ninth inning. Don't pitch to Aaron Judge, please God. They haven't learned this. I mean, it, it's it, every fucking year this guy hits ten home runs again. Easily. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, news can... from this fucking country ass town out here, fucking Linden. It's like right next to Stockton. They have a little sign, home of Aaron Judge, when you go into Linden. Every time so I hear I wanna... Stockton, I think it's Sons of Anarchy. Same. Well, yeah, so Stockton's a real place. Lodi's a real place. San Leandro's a real place. Galt's a Charming. real place. Charming is not. Charming yeah, doesn't exist. It should. Well, they'll have, they'll have to settle in new territory. You know how there's like uh, that game, you know, six degrees from Kevin Bacon? I feel like we could play uh, a similar game with Jake where he ties somebody back to the, um, you know, his general area of California. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's, that's another chance. Jake thing. It feels like every episode he's got some kind of tie in to somebody from, you know, within a 10 mile radius of where he's currently sitting. Oh, yeah. Brandon, his, Cook, his, Brandon Cooks. From his, his uncle, his uncle, his uncle got his haircut, you know, same barbershop that I go to. It's just, uh, eight, <laughs> well, actually, specifically for you, Drew. Since you're you're a Boston Celtics fan, they're playing the Miami Heat. Gabe Vincent, also from Stockton, 
He actually, I worked in this fucking, listen, I had to do some electrical work at the high school we went to way back when. Fuck fuck Gabe Vincent. They let a guy guy named Gabe score all his points on, like fucking embarrassing. But Jalen Brown respected, uh, you know, the Kevin Millar, don't let us win today, Um, you know, quoted that, and then they won. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, you know, I'm I'm tired of watching sports where I'm like emotionally invested into it. But thought I'd get like a nice break from that. But I I, I will not. The Celtics do not uh do not respect my mental health. Hey, so. Just to be clear, we uh we joked about what we were going to talk about before we started, and we and said we did baseball. We at least the NBA playoffs, and we here we still are. did. Yep. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that's why right. it's that's, like that's man, I never. It's why it's like I'm the I'm taking away that 300 follow. <laughs> oh. It's, so he messaged me before and said, "Do not talk about baseball or NBA playoffs. I don't care." I was like, "All right, well, I have to work both of these in." So, right. Uh, I, I saw my window and uh, I had to get into that. Fuck it, it'd be like that. But anywho, yeah. So, so just just to uh, put a nice bow on this, um, we think Visionless Dave and Mike Florio are fucking nerds for caring about first day of OTAs. Uh, we hate Chuck Clark and. You know, basically, fuck everybody. That's not the Ravens. I'm just ready for football to start at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I might have a different opinion if Lamar didn't show up at all. It's like, and I get the understanding. Yeah, it's voluntary. I wouldn't care if it was the same system. I do semi care because it's a new system. But yeah, he missed one fucking day. Now he's here. Now he's there. He's learning the offense. Why, why make a mountain out of a molehill? And he's had well, the, and again, the playbook. He's had the playbook for two weeks. I get Florio doing it because. There's money in clips. That's what he's doing. But my whole thing, too, is like people act like Lamar is. This whole concept that he needs to be there for a week to, you know, properly install the offense, he doesn't. Like, if we're being honest here, like, it's good that he's there. It's good that he's building rapport with his teammates. It's good that he's, you know, throwing his A flowers. Realistically, he could have done that in Florida. And it's really more about, you know, developing a relationship with his teammates and not really installing the offense. I think that whole aspect of it is overrated. And this whole idea that he's got to be in the building and face-to-face with Todd Munkin to make this work is is wrong. I mean, he's there, so it is what it is. But this whole idea that, like, that one-day miss is going to have some, you know, critical consequence in February is just fucking ridiculous to me. No. Yeah, that's that's lunacy. Precisely. Well, there were people that and were I, like, crying because he wasn't at the football school and i haven't even heard of that football school until this year so that's That's what i said last week i've never heard that that term until this this year and suddenly i was listening to a reporter that like was there and he said it's barely even it's not even a practice they're just jogging around in shorts yeah no jerseys nothing yeah it's weird how Lamar is the most over-scrutinized player in the NFL. And I feel like any opportunity to, I don't even know if dunk on him is the right word, but any opportunity to point out that, you know, oh, Mahomes or Josh Allen wouldn't do this. Like any reporter will take the bait on that because they know it's free clips. They they know it's it's free attention and they know that the Ravens fans will go after him and that'll, you know, pump their article up. And it's kind of annoying at this point. Strategy for porn. Recognize it every anywhere and everywhere you see. Anywho. That's going to do it for this week's installment. We'll be back to discuss this, that, and the other. But meanwhile, <clears throat> it's time for me to die. Ah! Zone, zone 32. 32.